Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. Welcome, welcome to our Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon. It don't matter what time of day, but our Sunday encouragement for you guys from True Worshippers Fellowship. It is I, your host, Pastor Garrett, as well as Lady Garrett here with us. Tell them, say hi. Hello, how are you guys doing? So we're going to encourage everyone on today so that you can start off the week right, so that you can start the week off good. You can make it through the rest of the day, the rest of the morning. And when you hear this, you are uplifted so that you can continue to move forward in everything that God has for you, whether it's personal or business or even in your family or with your friends. So, guys, let's start off with a prayer on this on this day. Let's start off with a prayer and really set the atmosphere for where we need to be. Father in heaven, God, we thank you right now, God, for what you're doing in our lives, God. We thank you for this Sunday, God. We thank you for this day. We thank you that everything that you're doing, God, that you're going to give us clarity and detail and always, Father God, show us and lead us and guide us down the path that you would have us set, Father God. We plead the blood of Jesus over our life, over our cars, over our houses, over our children, over our families, our co-workers, our jobs, Father God. We plead the blood of Jesus over our businesses, as well as our ministries, Father God, so that we can do what is necessary, God. Cleanse, fix, and mold us and shape us, God, how you see fit, God. We ask as we continue to do your will that you allow us to remove ourselves out of the way so we can allow you to step in, Father God, and shape us how you need us shaped, Father God. Mold us how you need us molded and be there in the midst so that we can listen, learn, and be appreciative of all things. God, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So today we're just going to dive into this week's encouragement, this first day of the week encouragement so that we can start off the week right so that we can do what's necessary and be in the midst of the presence of God. So, guys, we're going to talk about stress. We're going to encourage you to not stress as much as you have. We know life drags us through the mud with the supply and demand of everyday operations. We know that stress is high for everyone nowadays, even with the pandemic kind of going away, but still the cost of living is still high. The cost of gas is still high. The cost of groceries have gone up. Your children aren't, aren't really in, in a place to where they can really manage on their own. So you're holding them on your back. You're carrying them on your back. We know the stress of family life. We know the stress of business life, work life. We know it all. The stress that we carry is very demanding, let alone trying to really keep ourselves together on a daily basis just with our own mentals of, of the stress of our own personal mental instabilities that's going on. So, guys, we know one thing. God is God is a healer. God is a peacemaker. God is love. And there's nothing that we can't do that God hasn't already preordained us to do. So we're going to jump right into some scripture and then we're just going to give a little dialogue. We won't be long today. Just enough to uplift you in every way. So we'll jump into scripture. We'll break it down for you and we'll give you some encouraging words just, just, just to keep you where God needs you so that you don't forget that he's still there so that you don't forget that everything that work that is done is working for your good. So Lady Garrett, I'll let you start. Um, Luke, I'm going to read Luke 12 and 25 from the new international version. 
and it says, Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Amen. And I'm going to read from you from Philippians chapter 4, verse number 6 and verse number 7, because they do correlate. And it says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ. And that is from the King James Version. And I will also jump to jump jump back to Proverbs chapter three and we'll read verse number five and six. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. So, guys, and that was, again, from the King James Version, both Proverbs and Philippians and Lady Garrett gave us the New International Version for Luke. So, guys, look, we know one thing, and if we don't know one thing, we know a few things. God is ever-present. God is ever-near. There's nothing that we can't do without God. First and foremost, we know we need to trust him in everything, trust him in all of our ways, so that he can direct our path the way that we need the way that he sees fit, because if we trust him, we no longer have to stress too much. If we lean to our own understanding, we're going to stress, we're going to buckle, we're going to cringe, we're going to we're going to break, we're going to fall. And there's no reason for that when God is our ever present help. He's always around. He sees, he knows and he helps in every way possible. We need just ask and watch what he does for us. So look. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Simply put, trust him with everything. Your house, put it in his hands. Your business, put it in his hand. The ministry and anointing that you have, put it in his hand. Don't stress about it because the more you stress about it, the more your body's going to go through turmoil. The more your body's going to hurt. The more your body's going to really start to age because stress brings on age and wrinkles. Scientifically proven, the more you stress, the more wrinkles you put on your body. The less you stress, the less wrinkles you have, the long, the younger you look. So stop stressing because you stress so much, you're going to look older than you need to. If you're 25 and you've been stressed for five years, you're going to look like you're 40. Now, that's just a joke for everybody so you can laugh and enjoy yourself. But we should not lean to our own understanding. Our understanding and our way of thinking in the carnal, physical, fleshly mind will lead us astray every time. We'll jump the gun when God wants us to wait. We'll move too fast when he tells us to slow down. Or we'll ignore what he says and do what we want. And then inevitably, we'll have to go back to what he was telling us. Slow down. Take your time. Not right now. Because sometimes we take no as a challenge. Oh, so you're telling me no, so I'm going to do it anyway. Sometimes it's good to trust him in what we would normally do for ourselves. We should trust him all the time. But it's better to not do our own thing because sometimes what we want to do isn't always good and then what happens we stress because we made a wrong decision or we stress because we're wondering if that decision was good no matter what we do trust him for everything not some things or a few things trust him for everything Stop worrying about your thoughts because the flesh going to rise up and it's going to make you think this, say this, feel this way. The flesh and the enemy knows how to come against us in our flesh to make what we feel and what we believe and how we trust God with our faith. He knows how to turn it. So. No more stressing. 
Not this week Put it all in God's hand Trust him to turn it around Trust him to move Lady Garrett um, I'm going just to read this post That I had posted on the ministry page Of True Worshippers um, It goes good in, in what you're saying And it reads this When everything in your life is going crazy Spinning out of control Get some tunnel vision Meaning Focus all of what you have on God your mind, body, and soul, because the enemy is not playing, and you don't have time to play either, because it might just cause you your sanity, your life. So the harder the enemy pushes you in a corner, push back even harder. To know God and have faith in what God can do and will do in your life, it could just take a split second. Sometimes it's a process because God is trying to get you to see something. Never forget that the scripture says to keep your mind stayed on him, Isaiah 2, 26 and 3, and to always trust him and never lean to your own understanding, Proverbs 3 and 5. Because sometimes when we lean in our own understanding, we get it wrong. Sometimes God is trying to show us a different avenue to go. Um, he's trying to show us something else. That we may need to be doing instead of what we think we may need to do. Sometimes it's good just to slow down, regroup, rethink, and always pray when you're in a situation. Um, I have learned this tunnel vision because sometimes things can get so weighed on us and it feels like we're going to just lose it. So I've learned how to get the tunnel vision and not to look at the problem, but look at God. And sometimes I'm waiting on God is the impatient part. But if you pray and ask God, it just get you through it. And I've learned from someone else, you don't pray, God, take it away from me. Give me the mind and strength to get through it. Because once you get the mind and strength and after you, um, some of us like to do throw tantrums with God and stuff like that. Sometimes he's just waiting for us to get ourselves together and ask God to renew our mind in the process. Lord God, God, what are you trying to show us? What What is it that you, he may just want you to wait until the time is right. We don't know. But in that midst of going through, get tunnel vision. That means focus everything that you have on God, your mind, body, and soul, no matter how hard it is because it'll be the kids the job your business you're about to lose your house whatever it may be that's about to feel like it's driving you crazy get tunnel vision focus everything you have on God and watch him start changing things but the first thing I love about God which he did for me he didn't just start changing the situations around me he started changing my mind and how I feel about the situations and taking a different approach to the situations by dealing with me first you understand what I'm saying so then when he dealt with me I was able to deal with my situations I was able to have more calmness I was able to um, look at the situation in a different way and use wisdom um, on how I'm handling, having a whole different reaction to the situation, which was better. Sometimes the situation don't be doesn't come 
to a solution real quick, but I'm able to handle it better because now I don't stop throwing the tantrum. Okay, God, what is it that you want me to see? How you want me to handle it? And after that, it's almost like a smooth sailing in the in the midst of a storm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I I know what it is to have that that peace. When everything is going crazy and he will give you that. So hold on to everything with all of it that's in you. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. I remember I had a lady to draw me something that I was feeling and I could see it, but I just don't know how to draw. And I had her to draw um, me holding on to this rope. I'm at the end of this rope and she drew God's hands up under me waiting to catch me. Just and already he's already there, but I just hold on, just hold on. It's gonna get better. But I, what I love about the whole thing, and then I'm, I'm a hush, is that <laughs> the situations may be crazy, but when he, he sometimes he don't change the situation, but he starts changing you, your yeah. mindset. Trust me, it works. I can only speak for myself. Once he did that first, instead of just changing the situation, then we feel better. He started changing you first and then work outwardly to the situation. Absolutely. So I agree wholeheartedly and I am. I'm encouraged. I'm going to just be honest with you. Um, Everything that we do, guys, all that life throws at us. The enemy knows how to distract us. The enemy knows how to play on our minds. The enemy knows how to play on our hearts and our emotions. A lot of us, a lot of us truly haven't experienced what it is to have a a true peaceful moment. Some of us have had a sense of peace for like a very short, brief second or two. But those peaceful moments where you can literally go two, three hours with no trouble. You can meditate. You can talk to God. You can really, you know, bear witness to God comforting you, coming and putting his arms around you while in your secret place or while in a place where we know it's chaos. But at that moment, everything is calm around you because he's put a barrier around you. He's put a fence of protection, a hedge of protection around you. He's put his arms around you, and now you can speak clearly. You can hear clearly. Your thoughts are now at peace. It's been slowed down so that you can understand what's going on, and you can speak with him so fluently at that moment. So, guys, we encourage you today. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer. And supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. That's what Philippian tells us in chapter four, verse number six. We must pray and fast, fast and pray and give God his time. Because if we don't, when we need him, he's going to do like most parents do. Oh, I'm coming, but you're going to wait on me. We have to wait on him anyway. So why make it harder for us? Because we decide to go when we need something, but we don't go without when we don't need something. We need to talk to him daily. Just like the relationship you have with your husband, your wife, your friends, your coworkers, your business partners. Talk to him daily. Talk to them daily. 
You need the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Every day. Then don't let nobody tell you, oh, you ain't got time for God today. You got too much work. Even a short five-second prayer of thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I need you. It's better than just going all day without speaking to him at all. And we always have time to spend with Jesus. We all look at, oh, I ain't got enough time in a day. When you're driving in your car, banging your music, you got time to turn it off and say, Lord, let's talk. I got five minutes to ride, but I got five minutes to talk to you. When you decide to sit down, you got time to play on your phone for two hours straight. You got time to talk to God, get in your word and read. That's what we should do to stay encouraged, to keep our spirit man up high, to keep our spirit man strong. A lot of us forget that. We be like, we don't have enough time, but those times where we're doing those pleasurable things for ourselves that we deem is relaxing. Why not sometimes replace that with those the things of God? Oh, I'm going to play my game for about an hour and a half. Well, hold on. Let me talk to God for an hour and a half. Because, see, you do that and you make that routine. It might turn into talking to God for two hours straight, three hours straight. You might forget about everything else you had to do and talk to God for four five hours. But you come out like time ain't never passed you. Because sometimes it don't happen all the time. But sometimes when we really get into the presence of God and talk to him, what may feel like three, four hours has only been 45 minutes to an hour. I've been there. I felt that God stops time around you so that you have all the time in the world to talk with him. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Let him direct your path. Don't allow the work of the enemy and the distractions that are around us and your flesh to uproar enough that it distracts you from doing the things of God. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. For God is love. For he sent his son into, into the world to save the world, but not to condemn the world. He sent his son into the world that the that through him we might be saved. Everything we do, every moment in time that we have, spend it with him and watch how he gives more to you. And just like Lady Garrett said, don't ask God to change the situation or take it away from you. Ask him to give you strength to go through it. Give you the guidance to move forward. Ask him to give you what you need to learn your lesson. Pass the test. Strengthen yourself and get through whatever it is that you got going on. Because every trial and tribulation ain't nothing but just a test to strengthen your spirit, man, to strengthen your physical, man, but to strengthen your mind, your body and your soul so that when the next one comes, you're strong enough to deal with whatever next level issue that pops up in your way. And guess what? It's all ordered by God. There's a season for peace. There's a season for turmoil. There's a season for test. There's a season for trials and tribulations, but there's always a season for blessing in the midst of anger. You can calm yourself and watch a blessing happen. In the midst of the storm, you can be blessed so that you can make it through the storm. In the midst of your turmoil, God can bless you with what you need. It just depends on you. How fast and how eager are you to learn and pass this test? How eager are you to get the requirements to pass this test? 
We always look at the reality of what's going on, but we forget about how God can really turn something around at the moment, in a moment, in a split second. All you got to do is believe, trust in him and give him his time. Because he don't have to give you time, but he does. Every night you go to sleep, he is graceful and merciful enough to blow the breath of life back in you so that you can see yet another day. Because the past is what it is. The present is what we have. Tomorrow's not promised to no man. Tomorrow belongs to God. So stop stressing about everyday life. And take it day by day, moment by moment, but continue to be prayerful of all things, in all things. Give God his due. And watch how he removes those stressful things out of your life piece by piece. He'll carry you through them so quick that you'll forget that you had stress in the first place. You'll forget why you were stressing in the first place. Shoot, you'll forget why. You'll forget so much and of, of why you're stressing and the stress will go away so fast that you forgot that you was in, you was in trouble. You forgot you was going through. Because his peace that passes all things rests upon your life. And you forget you're really going through because you're so far, you're, you're so far in the presence and in the will of God and that peace that, guess what, stress is nowhere on you. So, guys, I'm going I'm to cut it off here. I'm going to stop here. I'm going to give you this. Be ye encouraged. Be steadfast and immovable so that you can always do the will of God and, and let, let, and let, the will of God, the fire of God, rest upon your life. Lady Gary, do you have anything else? No, all I was going to say is that be encouraged, and you guys have a blessed week. And we will send out either a post or another encouraging um, on midweek, midweek, excuse me, on midweek Wednesday. Absolutely. And we'll eventually get back to doing our testimony Tuesdays, but... Right now, it'll be encouragement or Bible study on Sundays and midweek Wednesdays. We'll figure out a cool name for it later. <laughs> so, guys, be encouraged. We love you. This has been True Worshippers Fellowship with your host, Pastor John L. Garrett II and Lady Latoya Garrett. We are your hosts. We love you. We want to see God's ever so prosperous will fall upon your life we want to see the blessings and the manifestation of what god has promised you to come to pass so guys be encouraged don't let stress get you don't stay down get back up stand up stand firm and watch how god can move god bless you god keep you lord we thank you for this day we thank you for this hour we thank you for the weekend as we move into this we, God, we ask that you continue to lead us and guide us down the path of righteousness. Father God, bless us in every which way. Father God, give us clarity and detail in all things that we have asked of you. We have seek unto you and the things that we've come to you for. Father God, open the doors that you have set before us. Father God, if it be in your will, open those doors of blessing for our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. amen. God bless you.